This is Jesse Spanogle of St. Jude the Apostle Parish. Welcome to Encounter Mercy Podcasts. Let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, during the season of Advent, help us understand the meaning of sacrifice. Sacrifice in all that we do for others and for you. Help our lives be selfless. Help us seek humility and seek your face in the crowds. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Luke's Gospel, chapter 22. The conspiracy to kill Jesus. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to put him to death, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered into Judas, called Iscariot, who was the number of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and contains on how he might betray with him. And they were glad and engaged him to give him money. So he agreed and sought an opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of the multitude. The Preparation of Passover Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which Passover lamb had been sacrificed. So Jesus said to Peter and John, Go and prepare a Passover for us, so that we may eat. When he said to them, Where will you have us prepare it? He said, Behold, when you have entered in the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you, and you will follow him into the house which he enters. And tell the housekeeper, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room, and where am I to eat my Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room furnished. There make ready. Then they went and found that he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. Jesus institutes the Eucharist. When the hour had came, he sat at this table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I shall now eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a chalice. When he gave thanks, he said, Take this, and divide amongst yourselves. For I tell you, from now on, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took bread. Then he gave thanks, and he broke it. And he gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the chalice after supper, saying, This chalice, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on this table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, and woe to the man whom he said betrayed. And they began to question one another, which of them was it that would do this? The dispute about greatness. A dispute also arose among them, which was numbers regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The king of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them who are called benefactors. But not so with you, rather the greatest among, among you becomes the youngest, and the leader as he one who serves. For which is greater, one who sits at the table or one who serves? It is not the one who sits at the table, but I among you as the one who serves." You are those who have continued with me in my trials. As my Father appointed a kingdom for me, so do I appoint for you, that you may eat and drink at my table in the kingdom, and sit in the thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Peter's denial foretold, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to you, have you, 
that you might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. When you have turned again, strengthen your brethren. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. He said, I tell you, Peter, the cock will not crow this day until three times deny you not know me. Purse, bag, and sword. Then he said to them, When I sent you out with no purse, nor bag, nor sandals, did you lack anything? They said, Nothing. He said to them, Now go, let him who have purse take it, and likewise a bag. Let him who has no sword sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you that this scripture must be fulfilled, and he reckoned with transgressions, for what is written about what has been fulfilled. Then they said, Look, Lord, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. Jesus prays at the Mountain of Olives. He came out and, he w- and went, and he is accustomed to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him. When he came to this place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew for them about a stone's throw. He knelt and prayed, Father, if you are willing, remove this chalice from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthened him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like those great drops of blood falling down upon the ground. When he had rose from the prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping in sorrow. And he said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The Betrayer and Arrest of Jesus While he was speaking, there came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those who had but saw him would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the slave with the high priest and cut off his ear. But Jesus said, No more of this. And he touched the ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and the captains of the temple and the elders, who has come out against him, Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you during the day, the day after in the temple, did you not lay on hands on me? But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Peter denies Jesus. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him to the high priest's house. Peter followed at a distance, and when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard, he sat down together. Jesus sat down among them. They, they, a maid, seeing him, sat with him in the light and gazing upon him. This man also was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later they saw him and said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, still another assisting. Certainly this man also was with him. He is Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are saying. And immediately when he was speaking, the cock crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered what the Lord, how he would said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. Then he went out and wept bitterly. The mocking and beating of Jesus. Now, the men who were holding Jesus mocked him and beat him. They also blindfolded him and asked him, Prophecy, who is it that struck you? when they spoke many other words against him, rivaling him. Jesus before the council. When day came, the assembly of the elders of people gathered together both priests and scribes and led him away to the council. And they said, If you are the Christ, tell us. 
But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I ask you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man shall be seated at the right hand of the power of God. And they said, Are you the Son of God then? He said to them, Yes, you say I am. And they said, What further testimony do we need? You have heard it ourselves from his own lips. This gospel is very powerful. We see Jesus preparing the Passover meal all the way to Judas betraying him. Jesus is preparing his disciples for the end. But let us take a moment and focus on the Eucharist. Jesus could have done anything the night before he died. He could have fed another 5,000. He could have healed another blind man. But he decided to have a meal with those he loved most and prepare them to show them the true beauty of the sacrament of the Eucharist. Now, oftentimes, we know that in our culture, we've lost the beauty of the sacred meal. We have a fast food world. I want something hot. I go get it right now. There's no sacrifice involved. The Eucharist is our, the source and summit of our faith. And within that source and summit requires sacrifice. Think about our family traditions, those great meals like Thanksgiving or even Christmas as we approach here. There's usually a big family meal. There's sacrifice. There's people making food and preparing the table and cleaning up. And oftentimes it's only during the holidays that we do that stuff now. There's no wonder that we as Catholics have lost some of the understanding of what it means to sacrifice, to understand what the Eucharist really, truly represents. Let us take this Advent season and focus in on the source and summit. Focus on in on sacrifice, knowing that our sacrifice is to Christ. When we come to Mass this week, let us know that we are coming together as a meal with our parish community, our parish family. Let us truly appreciate what the Eucharist means to us as Catholics.